Someone's going to eat dog food. Who's it going to be? Reigns of the Usos against Corbin, Ziggler, and Rude. Loser eats dog food. So you can either sit there crying and eating can after can of dog food until your tears smell enough like dog food to make your dog come back, or you can go out there and find your dog. You're right. I'll do it. Here comes the big dog. Rats. I almost had him eating dog food. Not often I get to include the guitar solo, so fuck it, why not? Oh, and do you know what it'd help if I actually raised your levels? No, just jam no there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> do you have him fucking muted for the whole thing? No, I I'd both of you. I pulled your levels down. That's that, okay. Just so there wouldn't be laughter. I'd normally do that, but I mean, if, as Rian is cave, I flung that together, so it's not exactly the best. But um, it, I'll hate it, but other people might like it. You know, okay. much like my life. It has one of my favorite Simpsons scenes of all time in it so i love it almost had him eating dog food um, uh, almost and I, i'm gonna do this a little earlier than usual i think because uh i've been waiting all week for this moment a libation puff of all <laughs> oh get in i don't have one handy it's fine Damn. if you want to go grab it go for it i'll play it again it's one of our favorite there you go <laughs> <laughs> gordo's got you covered you know Gordo's a man who is in the middle of 12 days off yeah if you want to go grab one feel free please indulge oh <laughs> I might end up driving tonight who knows it's probably ah, not okay. cool 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 safety first children safety first yeah. I'm drinking for two <laughs> <laughs> now word of warning I've only moved into my new house I haven't got anything set up yet um, so I'm doing this on a very narrow bedside locker the computer is hanging off the side and I have to keep my hand nearby just in case because it's a very expensive <laughs> computer. Um, so, and also I'm using Wi-Fi. I have everything, normally have everything hardwired, but I got home at 10 past seven. So I didn't have time to reconfigure stuff and Kira is watching her stories. So I can't go in there. <laughs> and the other room is too big. Also, I've set up a noise gate and I've put a blanket over the window, but I'm living on this, like, there's cars nearby. I didn't realize this when we picked this fucking house. There's cars. They're not too bad, but I'm hoping they don't get picked up by the mic. So I'm going to be constantly monitoring my own levels in case the noise gate goes below the level I speak and it cuts out the cars and not me. And I don't know. It, it, this week is going to be an odd one. Okay, so bear with me until next week and everything will be fine. Wacky and zany. It's what we do. It's what we do. It's what we do. Still better than SmackDown. It sure is. I mean, a lot of things are better than SmackDown. Boys. Holocaust. Um, no. I watched SmackDown and had that. Shout out to Fitz. Um, is, he, is he gone is home, is he? Yeah, he went home to vote. We were, we, were, we were hopeful he'd make the pot when they pulled the temporary vote for a bit, but then they put it back in, so he's, yeah. he's gone down. Well, that was the thing. They couldn't really defer the vote either. That was a bit silly. I mean, you can't have... Because, I mean, there's, no matter what you try, there's going to be leaks on who's winning, and that's going to yeah. affect the people who are voting in the other place that didn't vote. You can't be at that. Apparently, the law says that they should have been pulled, but the Constitution said that it shouldn't be, and the, they went with the Constitution. Good old Ireland. Yep. 
Well, Tom told me to come to you. Well, I don't know why he told you to come to me when you're supposed to go to Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Try ringing a tax office. That's basically how everything seems oh, to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, episode one two eight in the new surroundings. I was totes emotional even last night, boys. Totes oh. emotional. And years. Oh yeah, well it was handed to a new person who didn't seem to care and was like, oh. I'll give you all my keys. Turns out I have five keys in that house. Who knew? <laughs> I was walking around like, a, I was walking around today with like less weight in my pocket and I thought I'd lost my keys. I kept checking my pocket. Something doesn't feel right. <sighs> but yeah. Happy the thoughts of having a bit of freedom and just yourselves there. Yeah, away from the drunk dude, the Tourette's guy. Um, yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, I mean, those are other people's stories I've heard. They're not people I know. No, um, just just people are you know. Yeah, I've heard stories. I know people, and then I meet them on the street. I'm like, hey, how's going on? Oh, wait, I tell you about these pricks I live with. You know that sort of thing. Uh, I've, I've heard of a man who, I've heard of a man with great DIY skills who had to put together a coffee table last weekend after his <laughs> drunken, tarreted housemate managed to break the leg off it. <laughs> oh God, I'd sure hate to be that guy. Oh my! Oh my! That was that heard- Tom. That was, that was Tom who used to work in the shop. Yeah, Tom from the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that, that guy. Tom. We haven't had a Tom story in a while now. Yeah. Well, Jim. you know. <laughs> oh, it was Jim. It was Jim. Jim, Jim in the shop. Though. Jim in the shop. Yeah. I haven't talked to him since I went to a different job that I've since left, and uh, <laughs> I've emailed and haven't heard anything back yet. So I'm a bit concerned. Hint, hint. <laughs> Hint, 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 hint. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> what else is going on? Here's here's Fitz now, right? What are we saying? Where is he? Is he in the he's chat? In ch- he's, he's in he's in Mixler. Oh, look at Fitz like a fucking college student. I'm going home to vote because I'd like to vote at home because I'm a 17-year-old or 18, I suppose. Hey, my vote's still registered down in Waterford, so shut up. <laughs> well, actually, it's not registered in Waterford. It's registered in Kilkenny, which is Oh, worse. yeah, because you're from Kilkenny. I'm not from Kilkenny. <laughs> I don't get this. I I just like moved all of it. Whatever. I'm sure loads of people. I moved by mine's mine's in Galway. Yeah, mine is too. Uh, I, don't, I don't get. I'm still, me. I'm still debating heading down home for the weekend, dependent on weather. Mm. It'll be a last minute decision in the morning, but that storm is looking pretty fucking horrible. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been upgraded to a uh, orange warning in Galway, and a yeah, so that's Ooh. yeah the wind from one o'clock tomorrow, which means Gordon needs to go to the chemist in the morning because otherwise he ain't leaving the house all weekend. Mm-hmm. She. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, how are your lives, lads? Episode 128 of the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. Right. Live from a new location. Live, live. Uh, yeah, I'm in the middle of, well, not in the middle. I'm in the early stages of 12 days in a row off work. So, uh, <laughs> many, many cans. It's, it's coming around. Basically, this time of year is always like lots of holidays because people stockpile their holidays for use for things that might come down the line. And then you're like, shit, I have to use all these by March. Yeah. So like Nolan is on four has four weeks holidays over the next month and a half. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah. After this I only have or after this and next weekend I only have two days left to use between now and then. But that's including carrying over a week to next year. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I just happened to book next week off, not realizing that it was going to be my f- six day weekend this week. But then had to move shifts around way stuff fell and it turns out I have twelve days in a row off. So I've done fuck all with it so far, and I plan to do fuck all until next week, but it does mean I'm missing next week's podcast, because I'll be in Killarney. Nice. And did I see somewhere that the fucking takeover is on a Sunday night? Take I'm Portland. off the Monday. 
when did they decide on that sort of nonsense? I like the old Saturday I think the last time they did the, the solo one, it was on a Sunday as well, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It took over 25. Yeah. 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 They're trying to do it on Sundays more so that they can add, have them feel more special and more main rostery, essentially. Mm. Uh, sure, sure, they'll be all I'll be on pay-per-view soon, anyway. Mm. Yeah, this is crack. Um, it, are they going back to pay-per-view or are they just selling it to places like Netflix and stuff? I'm not sure the way it sounded more like the latter, but either way, like you've put all this value into the WWE Network. Like, why the fuck would you get rid of it? I don't know if it's just me that's hearing it this way, but you and Gordo are both breaking up uh, connection wise. But it could literally be my connection. I don't know because I'm on Wi Fi. I don't know. How am I sounding to you, Nick? Yeah, it's fine to me. Sound good, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it could just be what I'm hearing. Carry on. Um, if anyone is in the chat, if he heard uh, either Nick or Gordo sounding like their connection was dropping there, let me know. If not, it's just what I hear. So carry on. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, it sounds... Yeah, it looks like that they're potentially going back to it. It all came from the earnings call, um, where basically Vince is talking about trying to essentially get more revenue. Um, there was talks, to be fair, a lot of people said when the network first came out, would they go the road of having even the big four still be on pay per view and have the rest of them be on the network? Essentially, even, kind of just yeah. mainly, mm. you know. Uh, but they run the risk if they do switch back to pay per view or even sell the rights to the likes of a, a USA or Fox or whatever. They're really running the risk of go back to essentially the, the hit that NXT moving has had, which is losing so many subscribers. That's gonna yeah. be a big. It's gonna be a big problem. Um, like that's that's the main draw for me for the network is the fact that the pay per views are on alive. Like I watched some of the other uh, the other stuff, but like I, if they got rid of that, I probably wouldn't bother with the network anymore. Yeah, I yeah. watch the stuff. I watch the other stuff because I have the subscription. Yeah, I don't exactly. have the subscription to watch the other stuff. So have know? they literally uh, just classified it as a failure, as people are saying on Twitter, and not and not like trolls. People are saying. WWE have almost classified the network as a failure with this move. It's, in their opinion, it seems that way. And first, it, it obviously did, would have caught a, a, a big loss in pay-per-view revenue as a result of it. But I think overall, for the way the business is going in general, like the, like in general, like video business stuff like Netflix, everyone's getting onto it. They got ahead of the curve. Like there's pay-per-view business is very very slim at the moment like there's no I don't think going back is going to be a good idea for them even financially no. I think it'll be because people have been burned by this now so they just won't bother buying the pay-per-views either yeah because I know a lot of people were pissed off as as much as as happy as we were to see uh, NXT make it onto actual TV there were still like a lot of people going well the only reason I had the network was for NXT mm. yeah. and a lot of people were like that they don't watch the main roster they watch the old stuff and, and NXT and another big problem with this is if they go back to pay-per-view, they have to put out a product on a weekly basis that's going to make people want to fork out pay-per-view prices, which is only 25 quid over here. In the States, you're looking 50 quid plus per month for a show. Are you really going to want to fork that? For Raw, and to an extent, maybe NXT, possibly you'd fork it out every couple of months. You are not going to want to fork out 50 quid a month on a show or even 25 quid a month on a no. show for, for SmackDown. Black. Roadblock, no. end of the line. Like, <laughs> Backlash, no thirty pounds or thirty euro. Like, like no it's, way. It's just red cell over. Like 
yeah <laughs> that's like the thing the big four maybe like i can see them yeah. put the big four back in view, which that that's fair enough i don't mind that as much but yeah like that you can't pull all the pay-per-views from the network for, that's that's the whole draw mm-hmm. yeah no that'll be fine but i wonder are people jumping the gun with the netflix and the amazon primes of the world is this not a story that came out around the, when the fox deal was rumored even though we all knew it was going to happen that wrestlemania would air on terrestrial tv something like the rumble or something like many would air on trusted tv is that what they're talking about and not necessarily you can stream it on netflix you can stream it on hulu or the network it's that it's going to be on normal tv yeah network that's the problem we'd have you'd have to wait and see till what the details come out i think and the other day that's the thing we're we're speculating really here as to what's going to happen Mm. or what they're saying they could do with it but by the sounds of things any changes that were going to be made were rumored that they were going to be happening within the next quarter. So this isn't something we're going to still be speculating on five, six months down the line. If there's changes, to, to quote Otis, it's coming. It's coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, I assume that means Mania is going to be on Fox. That's what. I, that's Possibly. my prediction. That's my not, smooth I Jimmy's luck of the week. Live. I can see it being on like the next day on Fox. I bet you they do a live simulcast. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of there was a lot of fire there was a lot of smoke and whatever it is about WWE when there's smoke there is literally always fire <laughs> they cannot <laughs> cannot keep leaks from happening this company oh which reminds me apparently there was a talent meeting about not leaking stuff to the dirt sheets this week which of course <laughs> leaked to the dirt sheets <laughs> and I kind of get it uh. they're independent contractors they can talk to whoever the fuck they want they're not your employees you can call them well, that or you, you know it's ridiculous. Between that and them adding a couple of independent contractors this week, it's been a, a busy old week for all oh, I wish I had time to get the thing with Big E sin, big many men slapping meat. Because that's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> they got Killer Cross and, oh God, why can't they give his name? Timothy Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher, sorry, uh, this week. So there are a couple of big boys that Brock's going to be pretty happy about. Ooh, a big yeah. boy. Um, who's this motherfucker who's this motherfucker uh, apparently Tim Thatcher only signed because uh, New Japan weren't interested what that's one of the stories that came out was yeah. it Meltzer broke that as well I don't I can't remember I just remember seeing it what? why why would Twitter, New Japan be interested Twitter was a cesspool over that man signing oh yeah well it of was... course it meant that AEW was dying that's the usual thing if they don't sign somebody <laughs> we're like maybe they weren't interested in him oh, they were probably interested in like... Cross but but people are just like, oh, he's, uh, you know, he said for so long he's not going to go. He always said he wasn't going to sign, but he signed. Oh, well, there's just, there's no hope for anyone now. It's like, he's fucking 36 years of age. Man, they get any younger and he wrestles physical. Mm-hmm. He, like anyone, and I know I saw some people who were tweeting stuff about it. They could say, oh, it's not like, it's not that people are saying they didn't want him to sign. It's like, no, no, no. That's, that's exactly People what were mean. literally saying he shouldn't have signed. And anyone who says he shouldn't have been signed, go fuck yourself. The man wanted to earn a living. The man wants to be comfortable for fucking life on the money he's going to get out of this company. Fuck you if you fucking had any problems yeah. with him. Signing. And more power to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end the day, same thing. Everyone says, get fucking paid. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Does it suck that he's not going to be working as many indie shows? Does it suck people aren't going to get to see him as regularly in all these shows? Of course. Don't get me wrong. 
If it means less of him on OTT, I'll be fucking gutted, and it probably will be less of him on OTT. The way the sign it seems he's at the US Performance Center, not the UK. Exactly, yeah, mm-hmm. which do, so which does kind be. of yeah, you know. But then they, you never know; he could be a couple of months over there, then come back. You never know what way half this shit works. But uh, yeah, I just yeah, it'll suck that there's less of him on these shows. But at the end of the day, you can never begrudge anyone from getting fucking paid in life. So mm-hmm. that's the way I look at it. At them off. It's a different story when someone like the revival wants to leave. And you're like, eh, they made a bit of money. They've got a they've got a bit of money stored up. Um I think they would be utterly, utterly insane to turn down reported seven hundred grand a year each to leave to go to New Japan or AEW. I mean how upset would you need to be to turn that kind of money down? I don't yeah. think I could. As much as I'd love to see them in that and being able to work the likes of OTT and stuff, yeah. tell you, give me Revival versus Kings of the North, please. Oh, yes. Um, but as much as I'd love to see any of that stuff, again, I will stand by what I just said. Get yourselves fucking paid, lads. You're mm. walking away from ridiculous money. Now, if they get slightly less, let's say if they're offered 700 grand to stay and they're offered, say, 500 grand to go to AEW. You can live comfortable enough on 500 grand. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, you know, when you're at that level of pay, sure, what's 200 grand? Yeah. You know, <laughs> but that's the thing is, you're like, okay, you'll, you'll do all right on that for a couple of years. Fair enough. You know, you can, does the 200 grand drop off really, you know, you can have your bit of creative freedom. Is it worth it? You know, then you weigh it up. But when it comes from having to grind and earn stuff on the indies and fucking rushing to make towns and all that shit and flying fucking transatlantic every couple of fucking weeks it's it's rough mm-hmm. that's rough I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's a different completely different scenario to people as you said wanting to get out so and they earn their money imagine that fucking European tour every November and every April one night in a country and you're gone again that sort yeah, of shit the bus, and then bus you're to on plane a, to hotel to plane to bus to hotel to plane to, to Raw uh, in America to Japan on Thursday to Saudi. to Saudi to Saudi and to then not they, making it back for Smackdown <laughs> yeah and then your boss gets in uh, in some sort of uh, dispute with a murderous uh, fucking dictator <laughs> and you get grounded for two days or whatever it was reckon, and then you're going straight go back, back again do you reckon that's when they're going back Vince wants to claim the rest of his money <laughs> probably <laughs> he's gonna yeah so like your man's got his curvy sword Vince has Brock this is going to be I want to put that on the fucking network let's watch that <laughs> I see you have many curvy swords whereas I have a Brock Lesnar <laughs> how about you <laughs> um, do you reckon that's why they had Lesnar do what he done in the rumble just so they could send that <laughs> clip to the Saudi boys like this is what we're bringing I mean this is all real boys you know this this is completely real um, I, I do think you should have a rumble on Raw of all the big boys against Brock Ooh, a big, boy. Ooh, a big boy. Ooh, a big See how many. It's like a team bonding session. People Brock has never met or heard of. Ooh, who's this guy? We'll say at the moment, WWE are finally starting to showcase the newer style of big boy wrestling. Yeah, I love it. Big They're meaty f- men slapping meat, Gordo. All about that big meaty man slapping meat, except for that big meaty man slapping meat who's going to show up on SmackDown tonight to announce the next big meaty man he's going to slap meat with. Oh, no, is he going to... Okay, so over under on Goldberg splitting himself open off a door again tonight. <laughs> uh, who, who are we saying he's challenging? I'm Fiend. saying Taker. Fiend. Fiend. Oh, Fiend just attacks him. He doesn't oh, get a chance to, to say him, who's him next. Fiend that, uh, in Saudi, I'd say. But is that the way they do it? As in, he's like, 
I've been thinking it for a while about who my next opponent's going to be and then rolling lights out. Yeah. And he never gets a chance, never gets the you're next. Or maybe the fiend says you're next. Ooh. Ooh. A Goldberg Firefly Funhouse. Oh my God. Should give it to Big E though. There's just for just for oh, that podcast. I just I want to get that meat. Match. Let's do. Oh yeah, of course he was talking about Goldberg. That was his dream match. Yeah. Oh yes, that's where the big meaty men slapping meat came from. Yeah, yeah, but it's over in Saudi Arabia. So the last fight is fucking Coco Beware <laughs> fighting Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you very much. You brought me Coco Beware. You will be spared the beheading. <laughs> oh fuck the Saudi. Don't care. Anyway. No, I'm fully convinced I'm fully convinced it's Taker. Oh, From a God. sense of them being disgusted with how bad the last match is, this is the redeeming thing. Because mm. if you look at the first minute or two of that match before they got hurt, mm. it was a good, strong opening to the match. And then people got hurt and people got dropped in their heads and uh, people nearly lost their heads and Vince <laughs> nearly lost the plane full of superstars. <laughs> Oh, the Saudis. What a great bunch of lads. <laughs> oh, God. I wonder if you're going to get any more threats from them this week. Oh, yeah. Um, we tweeted about it. We, Fitz sent it to us. There was a message request. Fuck you from Saudi Arabia was the message that we got in our DMs. So I wonder who tried to sabotage us last week when we had all those Twitter problems. Fucking Saudis. Salmon mania is running wild, brother. <laughs> oh, um, my God. It's going to be Goldberg Hogan. Oh God! Yes, totally is. Yes. Oh my God! For Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabian Hulkamaniacs, because he can't perform in the US because we boot out of every building he goes into because <laughs> he's a massive racist cunt. Oh. they love that sort of thing over there. So it's well, that's true. I suppose. Yeah, Trump twenty twenty two or twenty twenty, whatever it is. Do we get a year it is. Ah, uh, they threw shit at Natalia last year, didn't they? They threw a bottle of both of them. Yeah. Both of them, yeah. Under entrance. Which was just fuck you, seriously. I mean <laughs> I mean you're a great crack to pit, take the piss out of, but <laughs> there's a line, okay? Don't throw shit at wrestlers, you dickhead. I, I like your hat. <laughs> oh, fucking Saudis. I can't wait till the build. The build it properly starts tonight, I think. It's why I'm disgusted. It's part, part, of why, uh, part of the reason why I'm a bit upset I won't be on next week because we're going to be the first pod where there's actually a bit of build to this show. Nice. And I won't be here to make loads of jokes. <laughs> I should use um, WhatsApp notes or something. You can send them in and I'll have Gordo hotkeys. It'll just be me recording hot takes all week. Just send oh, yeah. them all on. They just get oh, spliced yeah. Have in. them ready. Have them ready. Hotkeys. So I says to Mabel, I says... Um. <laughs> the other one was from the call I mean record revenues blah 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 blah. they're smashed it as usual um, live attendance is down everyone's read it by now you don't care okay lots and lots of money stuffs the interesting so thing two, 2k20 went horribly wrong yeah it cost them what two million dollars or something mm. if it only was, there was another video games company who could take over that license and have a knack of making quite good fighting games yes indeed could yeah be. Capcom yeah, Capcom. <laughs> I'm all about I'm all about Street Fighter versus WWE. You leave Capcom alone. They're busy making my Resident Evil Three remake. That's going to be beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, kings of knockouts game titles. Those sort of lads, they'd be good. It would be a good fight night. 
Yes, <laughs> fight night. It would ignite passions for wrestling games all over again. Um, the other one was uh, someone asked Vince on the call, one of the, I don't know if it was the media or investors or whatever the fuck it was. Um, it was a mark. It was a filthy mark. A filthy mark. Um, they asked him about AEW. So Vince was quoted as saying, AEW has not changed our content at all. We don't need more edgy quant- uh, content. PG, one of our few programs, one of the few programs out there that is really PG. As far as NXT, we're competing. NXT is competing on Wednesday night and doing extremely well. So that was his thoughts on AEW. I mean, I went the old Vince McMahon. The last time was Blood and Guts. And I was like, there it is, Vince. That's exactly what I want to hear from you. Deride everything they do, no matter how good it can be. Just piss all over it. Oh, give it to me. This was like, they're both great. I like both shows. Aren't they doing well there on Wednesday night, being beaten by a Lego show? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, but how, what won the demographic, though? <laughs> I reckon NXT probably kept the over 50s, but I'd say the rest of them watched some Lego... Ma- what was it? Lego Masters or something? Lego Masters. I really need to download that. I really want to somebody, watch that. Somebody posted I John Draper retweeted it. It was like, AEW, whatever it was, NXT, whatever it was, Lego Masters, 4.8 million viewers. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. Um, but it does bring me on to, and I'm making an official segment from now on. This will be the official segment. We'll start it off almost like, like, like an opening main event or something. This is the shucky ducky quack quack moment of the night. Cody Rhodes. Good lord. That was a good segment. Good lord. Oh my. Oh my. Okay, literally all I've watched this week, I've read about it. I've read about both shows. I'm be straight up, I've been moving house. I've seen no wrestling this week. I made time to watch this segment because everyone's talking about it. Good or bad or whatever the hell. I loved it. This was some sports entertaining sports entertainment. Thank you, sir. Can I have another? Mm Mm-hmm. Tell the tale. Whoever wants uh, it. Well, essentially, this is the third challenge or third stipulation that MJF laid down to Cody if Cody wanted to get the match against him at Revolution. Um, so the third stipulation being that Cody had to take 10 lashes from good old dastardly Maxwell himself. Um, so out comes uh, MJF with the big fucker Wardlow. Um then out comes Cody on his own. Again, the entrance just gets the whole fucking crowd. My God, the man is over as fuck. Uh, in he comes. MJF basically turns around and says that uh, essentially he's not uh, Cody's not worthy of getting his own belt dirty, that he wants Cody's belt. So Cody takes off the belt. Um, then the lashings proceed. Mm-hmm. And... Then Twitter went into fucking meltdown, for better or for worse. Um, had multiple little wrinkles throughout the whole thing as each slashing went on. So you had, or uh, after the first one, all the heels came out. So like your butcher blade, all of them came out and sat on the stage to watch in her circle. Second one, I believe, Aaron came down. Yeah, and basically trying to coach him basically you know the usual you, you know you don't have to go through with this whatever yada yada um, then you have the likes of the books are coming down essentially through each one there's different wrinkles being added you would have Brandy so seemingly we don't have that was the last one that yeah. seems to have yeah that was the last wrinkle but seemingly that might be the end of the Nightmare Collective hopefully hopefully that's Please. tremendous 
please be over uh, as great as this whole segment was if it signifies the end of the Nightmare Collective that's the greatest contribution it's going to have <laughs> I am excited <laughs> oh no more Night Collective that fucking anchor weighing the TV show down oh, is yeah. gone they, ki- they killed it on Dark last week and it overly killed it there by having Randy come out this week I think so yeah, was so was, I- was, Sean, was Sean Ross Sapp their final victim of the hair cutting yep. <laughs> he was <laughs> that's pretty cool claim to fame <laughs> uh, yeah but yeah just throughout the whole thing it was just such a good story I had likes of uh, at one stage Dustin comes down and basically says look I'll take the rest of them you know saying that he'll take the last couple of the lashes and MJF cuts in and says no that's not the deal he has to be the one to take them um, and essentially you have I said your heels up on the stage then you have the likes of the Elite, Brandy and Aaron, all the Nightmare family, so to speak, uh, surrounding the ring, nearly trying to be there for the emotional support as Cody takes the last couple of lashes. Yeah. Um, Wardlow hit one of the big, the really fucking hard ones. Oh, then. Oh, that was the one that cut the back of his neck, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Right <sighs> up. Literally the Why top did he do that? Right on his back into his neck. Um, there was one stage, uh, like, there was obviously there was bits of gaps in between most of them. To at least allow Cody sometime to brace, but it was one stage where he gets two of them in pretty quick succession. Mm-hmm. Only about two or three seconds apart. I was watching that, that and I was hoping they'd do one that was like battered him, like really loud one. And then when he finally gets up, and you know they did it, it was very long. You know they they delayed yeah. it, um, obviously to give him a bit of time to recover. That shit hurts like fuck. Um, I was hoping they'd do one that was like the crowd, like a Walter Chop style one, where the crowd are just oh my god. And then when he starts to get back to his feet, he doesn't let him, and he hits him three times in quick succession. I was hoping yeah. for something like that, where it's like, stay the fuck down, and he wastes three of the shots on him. That would have been cool, but I minor, minor nitpick. The minorest of nitpicks there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. It's only, again, it's just such a great segment. It goes back to, I believe you're the one who, the first one on here who said it, but we say it constantly, how the main event scene of AEW, when they want to do these segments, there is nothing in wrestling that's hitting the heights the, they can hit with this stuff they are the that best level. in the world they're, there's no um, company touches them in main event scene when they're on it yeah uh, and just to like I, I, we talked about it earlier on the week how it was essentially like the Raven Tommy Dreamer segment where Dreamer took or Sandman rather not Raven uh, Dreamer took the 10 slaps of the Singapore cane uh, pretty much turned out he took the first two and then said thank you sir may I have another and he got seven shades beat out of him but it's what made Dreamer back then this is the modern day equivalent the way I look at it and it's really after cementing Cody has been the guy he done it for us lads he done it for all of us fans <laughs> that you guy know, he, he gave described everything. her best score though and melt and I think that's the best way to put her she's a fucking disaster we all know her I can't Phoenix something Phoenix New Japan or something is, yeah um, she had a fucking come to Jesus moment watching this which doesn't help uh, the Cody Christ comparisons the way she's going on but <laughs> look Cody's not broken and neither are we we just watched the world man st- a man stand there and face a world with pain with everyone oh. at his side. He gave everything to AEW and we're going to give it right back. <laughs> Leave For it alone. Cody. Leave it alone. You're ruining it on the rest of us to like these old school angles. Please stop with your emotions. Please. Jesus Christ. Again, I'm all for people being invested in this thing, yeah. and I love people's enthusiasm. Jeez. And I will be that enthusiastic about XFL if it 
So if it comes off oh, half as good as it Oh, is. I hope this doesn't suck so bad tomorrow. <laughs> if it's good, if it's good, I will be the XFL equivalent. <laughs> Go the Seattle Dragons, Dragons gave everything for the XFL and I'm giving it right back. <laughs> for insert name of one of their players who I don't know here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm just hope there's a couple of good kickers, couple of good throwers, couple of good catchers, and they are there's, accurate. That's all. There's very little kicking. There's very little kicking happening. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why the least suspected when my team is full of kickers. We're like, holy shit, what do we do with Taco's team? I mean, Steve's team. Go, go, Dallas Renegades. Tiny flag. Go, Gates. I'm all about the Gates. I've been a fan I'm for all, life. I'm, I'm all about my beloved. Czech <laughs> my beloved. Seattle Dragons <laughs> <laughs> my beloved uh, it's like the same you can bring it back to Simpsons every time you know they made the joke about shows where they <laughs> they use the beer glass to cover his mouth when they're talking about the Super Bowl teams the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> I, I too am going to be a big fan of the Seattle Dragons <laughs> um, New York Guardians will get you all anyway it's fine yeah. go guards go guards uh, Love the guards, mate. <laughs> looking, forward, looking forward to Ricky the Seattle Dragon steamboat against the Tampa Bay Viper Randy Orton. <laughs> There's your Saudi match. I'm assuming Steve missed that in the old XFL chat we have going on Twitter at the moment. I had to mute it. Or I muted it or I left it. I'm not sure which. It would just kept pinging my phone and I was very busy. I'll come back into it. Uh, and uh, J Dog with his uh, <laughs> with his wild cats. We're all in this together, J-Dog. <laughs> but, I mean, we should do our own version of Arsenal Fan TV XFL next week. It's embarrassing! Fucking Gatorades or whatever you're called. Fucking I won't be disaster. here next week. We'll, need, oh, to do, we'll no. need to record it some other night. <laughs> record it before <laughs> Thursday. Do it as a sideshow. We should do a full-on, like, you know that sort of American sting music? You know, like, for, like, Sports Center or whatever. <laughs> 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 I like it. I like it. And perfect time for this. Smooth Jimmy's luck of the week. We have an amazing use, a second use for it. We'll do our or we'll do our XFL predictions to go off the air later. Hashtag go Gates, but also let's all have fun together. You know, let's all stay in business. Um, yeah, just it should be a good week. Should be good to have it all back though. Uh, more football. Um, some interesting new rules along the way. Lots of players that. Well, I think they said that remember sixty percent of the players have been on an NFL roster in the last six months. So when we're you not say looking at on an NFL roster. There's been on an NFL roster and there's being on an NFL roster. That's fair. To be to, to be fair, uh, Mojo Rawley and Baron Corbin were both on an NFL roster exactly. at some stage. I, I'm quite enjoying Mojo's new character. The twenty four seven guy. He's defending the title, and well, he didn't defend it this week, but it still doesn't make any sense how Alistair Black is not the 24-7 champion. But I haven't seen it, so I don't know what context it was in. I just read about it. They, they, they said it wasn't going to be on. Wasn't on the line. Yeah. Well, how, is he, how can he go around the place saying he's defending all the time? It's almost like he's a bad guy or something, lying about things. What? You know? Essentially, what? The, title never, the title is never on the line in sanctioned matches, seems to be something. If they'd come out and just said that all along... <laughs> Is that the reasoning? That's brilliant if that's the case. I love it even more then. 
does, like, does start you can't be changing titles during matches now this has to be done outside of matches <laughs> but like that, that. That, that's what happened was it was corbin 24 7 champ near the start it happened when someone was a champ right back near the start for some reason i have corbin in my head did shane mcmahon like sanction a match and no tw- so it was for the 24 7 elias mm. yeah it was for the 24 7 title but nobody could interfere during the match but as soon as the bell rang yeah. all the guys came out running yeah, and then the following week, Elias defended the title against, or had a match against whoever. I think it was Roman, but they said the twenty-four. Shane said the twenty-four-seven title wasn't on the line. And as soon as Roman won the match, our truths snuck in and pinned Elias. Oh yeah, and then yeah. Anyway, Brock Lesnar should have won the title a few weeks ago. There yeah. was right there. There was gold. <laughs> there could have been gold vignettes of people chasing Brock Lesnar. Oh, uh, oh. Speaking of which, we will get back. Oh, we'll close off on Cody. Fantastic. Just a fucking amazing uh, segment. So I, I didn't want to get into all the full details and nuances of everything about it. Basically, if people haven't seen this segment, go watch it. Yeah. You know, skip 10 minutes of SmackDown or 15 minutes of SmackDown tonight and watch it. I guarantee you, you're not going to miss anything. Yep. Um, it is, it's a must-watch in terms of you're trying to keep up with stuff and you've heard about it. It was great. You have to see this. I think it could have been shorter, a small bit. I know that'll drive like some people like, oh, hurry up or whatever if they're only watching bits and pieces, but it's worth it. It's steak. But, it's prime, this, prime steak you're watching there. You're, you're just... That's a lot ingested. of beef. That's a lot of beef in that ring. Um, watch that if you watch nothing else. And trust me, I've done that this week. That's literally all I've seen. <laughs> My wrestling week has been, I haven't had any chance to see anything. So I saw the Cody thing, which was quality. And tonight I'm going to be free, so I'm going to sit there and suffer through two hours of Smackdown I'm going to do it I'm going to watch Smackdown Uh, and I will just say the one the one little wrinkle I really did enjoy that was them giving Wardlow just to close on this giving Wardlow the one slap because at least that sets up the the fact that the last stipulation is that they're having the match whenever so at least just giving them that one slap adds a bit more meat or a bit bit more heat rather I should say to to that match in a couple of weeks so that was just something and they need to have a big blue cage Oh, yes, yes, yes. Give me that blue cage, son. Um, So that's the Wednesday Night Wars. (laughs) That's everything (laughs) you need to see this week. Well, (laughs) Britt Baker also happened. That's great. Um, Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I heard heard about it. She did they work a knocked out tooth or something or? Yeah. Yeah, they worked a knocked out tooth after she lost to... Yuko Sakazaki? Yuko Sakazaki, which uh, JR could not get her name right through the entire match. <laughs> that, that's why I had to ask, because like, I, I have all of the names that JR has said in my head. <laughs> um, uh, the magic the magic girl, the magic girl splash. Well, what's so magic about her? Shut up, Jim. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Leave the girl wrestling in her pajamas alone. Uh, we, will, we, we won't say it's a tie, we'll say it's a close second. Uh, for this. This is the shucky ducky quack quack moment of the night. Randy Orton on Raw. Oh, I, yeah. I forgot that I've seen this as well when I was looking through the results page there. I also saw this. I went out of my way to watch two of these this week. Nikki, thoughts? It it was the Roman after WrestleMania beaten Taker again. Yeah. Just, just uh, you know, the crowd fully in on it, booing the fuck out of him, not letting him talk. Then when he goes, go to eventually talk. He just walks off. Yeah. It was, they recapped Edge, the beatdown on Edge from last week, which was last week's shucky ducky quack quack moment of the week. Um, to do the recap, would you believe it? They started off Raw 
where a guy came to the ring and then he pointed to the screen and a video played from last week. It's almost ah. like you don't need to watch these shows at all. <laughs> you know? Essentially, um, if you were to predict that that's how next week's Raw would start, that would be smooth <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy's long 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 in a week. <laughs> Uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking more segments. It'll be more crack. So we've we brought in smooth Jimmy's, which has been wildly successful. It's brought in zero money, but cost us no money. So that's positive. <laughs> um, so we're bringing in Shucky Duck Duck Quack Quack. It's an official way to start the show, and uh, we'll come up with more. We have the cans where we drink the cans at the start of the show. That's three. <laughs> it's time for Bella Braids. Oh, we do. Did any Bella news happen so I can play the thing? Uh, they're still pregnant, aren't they? It's time for Bella Brains. Still pregnant, so that's the update for this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, so we need to have a Bella Brains segment for whatever Bella's news happens in the yeah, week. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> uh. new, new house, new setup, new segments. <laughs> You said it's a whole new world. That's that's what we're doing. A whole new world. But is it the best of both worlds? We're not afraid. (laughs) (laughs) What a time to be alive. Wait, Sasha Banks releases a rap album, lads. We'll forget all about fucking best of both worlds. We'll forget about Enzo's album. Well, that's unforgettable. That's up there with fucking <laughs> Abbey Road levels. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, uh, <laughs> what else happened? Um, anyone want to talk about the rest of AEW or the best? We'll go with the that was the best of AEW. What was the best of NXT this week? Ooh, there were some good matches in NXT. I like the overall arc of just tying a lot of stuff together throughout the mm-hmm. whole show between Undisputed, Broserweights, Champa, all leading to the big reveal of who the two five twenty was. Oh. Have you seen that, Steve? That's yes, okay. Mm-hmm. It was the return of the Velveteen Dream. Um, yeah, I like I like the whole the whole arc of that, and it's something that I think that WWE in general needs to start doing better is tying, just having a story that threads through the night, like. Yeah, yeah. tread throughout the night, but also it doesn't feel overexposed. Like this got a lot of airtime, but it didn't. It it still didn't impede, impede too much everything else that was happening on the show. Everything else was done in its own isolation, but this was still the constant throughout. Whereas I find sometimes with Ron Smackdown when they do this, it seems to overpower everything else. But this seemed to kind of just it was NXT just has to balance right when it comes to doing stuff like that. But. Um, yeah, so it started off with the bros weights out to start off the show, and they cut a little promo about how uh, they came out in a golf cart with the I saw the dusty trophy on yeah, the back yeah. of it. Yep. Um, UE come out, UE come out, and they're basically trash talking a bit. And Roddy basically says, "You know, not tonight, not now, or not now." Yada yada yada. Uh, what was it? Kyle called him Matthew Riddell and Peter Dune. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly, O'Reilly is a comedic genius and he doesn't even know it. He's <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Um, <laughs> fucking fantastic, fantastic man. Um, yeah, Irish tri- man. Yep, one of us. One of us. But name like that, he has to be. Ah, he has to be. He, he actually literally has to be Irish. There has to be something there. There has to be something there somewhere if you track it back long enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you had you know bits backstage where UE are essentially just trying looking for Champa backstage. 
they shave a lad's head. Uh, they rough a few people up. They put. Well, why was that guy having a haircut backstage? Nightmare Collective. Did they buy the IP? Have <laughs> NXT lost their minds and bought the IP to Nightmare Collective? You're like, this is a hot brand. Do you know what the funny thing is? They probably sold an absolute shit ton of Nightmare Collective T-shirts on pro wrestling tees, and, and I'd be like, do you know? We should probably buy that. Fuck it. Just to sicken them. We'll buy Nightmare Collective. <laughs> so maybe it's not over after all. Vince threw the old massive money dick down and go, I gotta have it. I gotta have it. I need it. it. Ah. Genius. <laughs> uh, yeah, for some reason, man getting a haircut and then just get some of his head. Just because bastard men. Because mm-hmm. uh, she got put through a bin. Um, yeah, not they Kushida. eventually... Yeah, then eventually Champa manages to jump them, picks a couple of them off and himself and Cole start brawling back into the arena. Then he gets uh, outnumbered four on one. Then the Brozoweights come down. There's a big, massive pull apart. They brawl their way back up the ramp, then back down the ramp. A six-man tag is announced for later and they end up brawling some more. Again, usual standard pull apart, but I, I prefer it when it's in the small arena because... It doesn't feel as contrived as sprinting 30 yards down the fucking ramp. Yeah. It's just a case of they fight five or six steps and they're at the ring. Um, yeah, then they had a six-man tag at the end. Very good, very solid throughout. It's, it's uh, three members of the UE, so everyone except Roddy against Champa and the Broserweights. Yeah, you know, if you have the six of them in the ring, you know you're getting a solid match. Yeah. And Champa's going to fuck up his D a bit as well, though. Yeah. Much. Fucked it up at the start. Um, it didn't seem to hamper him too much, but you can tell he was, he was, still... was favourite. Like, there was a doctor down with him all. He was favouring through the whole thing. Towards the end, he seemed to be okay again, but it's hard to know if it is acting in proper or not. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully nothing too bad. Because uh, that poor man has been cursed. Absolutely cursed. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, good, really good match. Ends in DQ. Uh, then you have a bit of a four-on-one where they're beating up champ, but they spray the X on his back. The throwback to the X marks the spot from the table spot a couple of weeks ago. And then the lights go out just as Cole is setting up for the last shot. And they do the whole reveal of the three, the three rings of the 2520. And they manage to move themselves into the shape of Velveteen's Dream, uh, Velveteen Dreams glasses. They come back on and there is Dream perched up on the top rope. Crossbody, he ends up taking out, essentially clearing the ring of all four to end the show. Uh, rips off his pants uh, to have another pair of pants underneath, so he's stealing <laughs> Angel Garza's stick. But uh, was that Marina, uh, Marina Shafir? That was Marina, yes, was. Team Dream, and Marina and uh, Roddy's kid on his front of his tights, and in the back oh. said, call me, up, call me up, Marina. And the commentary did not reference it at all, which yeah. annoyed the hell out of me. <laughs> I was only watching it on the laptop earlier, so I only saw it on a small screen, but I was like, that really looks like her. Yeah, it was. And the kid, oh, dream. It's great. Because I saw Johnny tweet, now he was watching it on Thursday morning or something, or because um, yeah. I was just looking at my phone at one point, and Johnny was tweeting, he was like, did anyone else notice this? And they flashed up the 2-5-20 thing during some other match or something. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, we never yeah, finished off on AEW, though, actually, now that I think about it. We might jump back slightly. The elite of the Young Bucks and Kenny and Hangman are having issues and they need mm-hmm. tissues. What's Do you reckon Hangman there? just realizes that all of his friends are absolute fucking dorks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like none of them drink and he likes to drink, you know, it must be tough for him. He's a fan of that cowboy shit. The boys are more a fan of <clears throat> video games. Yeah. I, I did love that when they, they stole his beer 
at the end, like, this is the problem. And then the, the kind of camera zooms in, he just picks up a picture of beer instead. <laughs> okay, it's <laughs> awesome. It's perfect. That's very good. Uh, they're, they're doing some, like, like it, the Hangman thing is fantastic. I'm loving it. It's yeah. just a human being a human, but it's also a bit of a real angle as well. Uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, Either he either he realizes they're all absolute dweebs, or he just doesn't like Kenny getting into Twitter fights with people. Mm-hmm. Kenny, Twitter fights. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny really needs to uh, shut up on Twitter for his own um, sake. We tried to go back to AEW. We'll, we'll try one more time after this. Um, uh, Cornette's at it. He's like the Brits. He's at it again. I don't know how it started. All I know is Kenny Omega and Jim Cornette are at it again. And I love it. Let's, let's just keep this happening. I said to you on, tw- on WhatsApp earlier, Jim Cornette, I agree with a lot of the stuff he says about, but he is 8,000% wrong about Kenny Omega. He is, if not the second best, the best wrestler in the world. Hasn't been shown it so much in the last year yeah, or so. Yeah, the show since AEW yeah. started. That's the thing. And that's a company um, he's booking, which is... Yeah, <laughs> it makes no sense. But K- Cornette's thing goes back farther than AEW. This is years old with him, you know, so you can kind of take it that way, I suppose. Uh, he's wrong about him, but I'm going to let them keep fighting. I don't care. Fight away. Uh, let your You can take your little shots here and there. I'm loving it. Big issue I have with this is Kenny is the EVP of a company now. You're in that position of power. You don't get yourself into these fucking Twitter Twitter fights with people. You don't see the likes of your Triple H or your Stephanie or any of them getting into something this level. Mm-hmm. Have we lost? You know, it's no wonder. Trips will just call out the ways and interviews. You know, he, he just he just makes jokes about age having kids. She doesn't know about. Uh, but you know, like a tri- Triple H is probably as as far as anyone in WWE has pushed that over the last couple of decades when it comes to interviews or anything like that. Kenny is consistently getting into these sort of things for people, and you're like, dude, be a like. And as to be fair, Cody does it the odd time, and so does Brandy. Jesus Christ, Brandy does it. <laughs> oh fucking hell, she does me head in as well. But uh, yeah, I just think when you're in that position, you don't lower yourself to getting into these arguments. You'd be the bigger person in these and you steer clear of it. I may have convinced Kira to come on the podcast. I've just sent <gasps> her I just sent her the clip of Cody and I said, watch this, flick through it, and if you're interested, come in for the laugh. And she's already <laughs> sending me absolutely hilarious tweets. So or uh, messages. So I might have got this. I might have got this. Oh nice. Nice. Hello, Kira. Oh. You have arrived. You have thoughts. <laughs> oh, this should be good. Oh, it's good. I thought she was way behind on this. So this should be good. Which side are you going? This is where the microphone is. What you do is you put your mouth towards the microphone and then other people on the internet can hear you. However, there's only one set of headphones plugged in so that you won't hear what they're saying. Wonderful. And I can't be dealing with you being all that far away. you got to come in here. You give it one of these. You give it one of these white chocolate kind of sound effects. Get in here, look. She's scared. It's okay. Okay, so these are my thoughts. This is real. These are my thoughts. Okay, so basically the start of it, you know when the lads with the flittery trousers came out? Okay. The, flit- <laughs> <laughs> the young bucks, I believe you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, the flittery trousers. So basically, and they all came out and they gave him a hug and it was so beautiful, etc, etc. That's basically just the girls' bathrooms and the nightclub. <laughs> and 
all they're saying to him is you're so gorgeous you're just so gorgeous and he doesn't deserve you while the guy outside is like lounging and he's like chilling but he's like being an absolute dickhead to the girl in the girl's bathroom so then she comes outside and everyone's shouting cody 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 it's basically like that's exactly how the pub sounds yeah 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 i got you i got you Okay. Much yes, queenie. Then, yeah, the, as Gordo has just said, there, much yes, queenie. Yes, queen. <laughs> we got this. Okay. So then, basically, the guy with the shoulders. Shoulders. <laughs> shoulders are four times more powerful than shoulders, guys. Just so y'all know. Uh, for anyone keeping up to, or anyone seeing, that's Wardlow, I believe you're talking about the guy with the the man bun. Yeah, the the suit the big lad too big from yeah 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 definitely the, the, the poorly 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 tailored suit <laughs> the john cena suit yeah he's in his john cena suit yeah the waistcoat's way too long yeah. yeah yeah anyway um so the guy with the shoulders who has to walk into room sideways sideways <laughs> can't fit through doors <laughs> oh sorry nearly dropped the mic so he's basically the dickhead guy's friend from mm-hmm. what i gather why are they hitting him with a belt it just you seems see, excessive if if they what was the story MGF Cody wants a match with MGF and MGF is like fuck that I don't want to fight you but if you want to match with me here's some stipulations and one of the stipulations is that he gets to whip Cody 10 times and next week he has to face as you call him shoulders uh, Wardlow <laughs> next week in a cage match it's not it's about going I'm through the pain you. for the fans you know for the for what, what did that fucking dose he does it for us of course. that dose on Twitter what uh, Phoenix New Japan Pro Wrestling says on Twitter she had an emotional epiphany watching this this week it was like a massive Christian watching Jesus be killed up on the cross except it was real and not fake like the Bible. He gave everything. He gave everything and we're giving it right back. <laughs> giving it right back, Kira. Okay. You're way too... I swear to God. There you go. If you're going to talk, come to the microphone. So, the lads in the frittery trousers, what have they got to do with anything? They, Why are they just there? They are... Just, they're friends of Cody. They Pine do super head. kicks and Jim Cornette thinks they're play wrestlers. The guy with the face paint. The face paint. That's his brother. That's Goldust, believe okay. it or not. You know Goldust. Why won't he help? Because he, he wants to let his brother fight for what he believes in. Yeah, but he's been a bit... Giving it to us. Guy, he he's giving it to he us. He was give. He wanted to. He offered to take... I don't know. The clip I sent you was probably an edited YouTube clip. But he offered to take the final five lashes. And they were like, no, I got to hit Cody. Because Cody is Lord. Because he is Cody Christ. That, that wasn't a, our that deal, Blackheart. He didn't look like Cody Christ in that video. No, he look, well, he did look like Christ by the end of the video, to be fair. Mm. Except his wife is black and they wouldn't allow it back then. But it's cool now. <laughs> and come here, you know the guy at the start? Mm-hmm. Who's Pinecone Head? The guy with the very long head. <laughs> Pinecone Head? Who's Pinecone Head? Who's she talking about? Pinecone Head. He's a very long head. Very long head. The referee? Could be. Pinecone Head. Pinecone Head? I'll show you Head. wasn't Aaron, was it? Aaron with the old man. Yeah. That's the Arna- guy with the white hair, pinecone head. White hair? Wasn't Aaron Anderson, the guy that came out? The coach, they called it. Cody, Cody. Oh, She's playing it here. Oh, this is, he, is yeah. when he's ultimate warring up. Pinecone head. He's hulking up. up. There he is, pinecone head. That's Goldust. That's yeah. Dustin Rhodes. That's his brother. How, where, how did he suddenly get paint on his face? Because sometimes he paints his face and he forgets to paint the rest. Okay. But only half. Yeah. It happened only very half. suddenly. No, he, that's, his, that's his thing. He paints half his face. Oh. 
Because he's Dustin it Rhodes. It would take the a natural. really long time considering his face is so long. <laughs> he ran out of face paint halfway through because he has such a long yeah, face. Budgetary like, constraints. They're again. a new company. They can't be throwing money away on entire. Fa- Actually, do you know what the funny thing is? They have another guy that paints half his face too. They can't afford. They can only afford to paint. Share. Yeah, yeah. They can only share. afford to to paint one face a week. Did they, they join into one face? No, they, stand that, beside each other. they should be a tag team now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. There you go. But they do paint the same You're face. WWE. They paint the same side of their face, don't they? They do. Uh, yeah. That's silly. Yeah, should they should like, paint the opposite sides, then they can call themselves full facial. Gordo has an idea. With the half man, half woman. They should paint opposite sides of their face and call themselves, as a tag team, full facial. Love it. Yeah. Here for No jokes. Don't even uh, the jokes are running through my head alone when you said yes I love that <laughs> um, I'll say not much you're still the here girl not just like you know no not on the alleged wrestling to. podcast no, not no. on the alleged wrestling <laughs> podcast unintentional <laughs> sexual innuendo innuendo any other thoughts on Cody and the boys no it was just very touching and it just reminded me of the girls bathroom is all Okay. that's exactly what it is that's good they all gave him a hug and they were all gathered around and being like you are a strong independent woman here's a picture of a puppy yep here's you a picture of when you were fantastic here's a picture of when you were fantastic exactly Absolutely. don't let there your don't let your I eyeliner like run mascara <laughs> on fleek and that is the Kira report from AW Dynamite this week with shoulders flittery pants and something else long face long face full face yeah Full facials, the whole lot. (laughs) (sighs) Hopefully, that's not Is that another weekly segment? No. (laughs) And Rian, if she sees that message in the chat, she will kill us both. Just saying. You and me, both dead. Also, I might kill you too. Whichever. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else? Um, There was other wrestlings. What other Devlin. wrestlings were happening? Devlin, Devlin, had, his Devlin had his first NXT match. They went long. What, three or four Very segments? Long. Yeah, three, three or four segments. Uh, him and Tyler Breeze. Uh, Breeze has been doing a bit on 205 Live lately as well. I think he's had four matches. He won three last one, if I remember correctly. Um, he, yeah, very good match for Devlin. Uh, he got in a fight with Everton Guy. Yep. Oh, that, that stand-up gentleman. Yep, um, which of course must have been great for him being a Liverpool fan. <laughs> True, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, callback, I didn't know it's not the, the you know the drop kick at the start. You know when uh, Breeze is doing his pose on the ring open, did the drop kick off the rig? The exact same thing Baller did last week. So like uh-huh. they're already teasing my little angle here. You know, Ooh, boy, <laughs> they're listening. Well, to be fair, Devlin did have to board a flight over to America, so he might have listened. Mm. Just, uh, mm. just saying, he might pitch that idea to. Trips and HB Shizzle. <laughs> you want to listen to this podcast? All they do is talk about how bad the Saudis are. <laughs> but, uh, I love it. It's such good shit. <laughs> Bianca Belair is uh, one of uh, she was fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. Charlotte was on NXT this week because Rhea was on Raw. Uh, and kudos to Charlotte. It was Wednesday, and she wore pink. She wore pink, but she didn't the rules go there. of Wednesday. She there was so much there, Mean no. Girls. There was so much Mean Girls in this segment. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what to do. Oh. I was just... Yeah. Oh. 
all the Mean Girls references. Um, is there anything else before we vote? We voted up. I think that's um, most of the highlights. Oh, Garza mm. Swerve. Yeah, that was great. Garza Swerve again. Out of the park. Um, it's a really good match. If people have an extra 10-15 minutes to kill before SmackDown tonight, try and get on NXT and watch that. Uh, very good match. Um, Won't spoil uh, it, fit- just in case people watch Fitz ironically has used e-voting to tell me that he's <laughs> he's going to um, he's voting for AEW this week. Um, I abstain because I've literally only that's, seen the Cody segment. Fair. So well, I fair. am going to even it up and go NXT just oh, because yes. Britt Baker can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, as amazing and trust me, the Cody segment is the best thing wrestling this week. Nothing topping it. Um. I just think that overall NXT had a pretty solid show throughout, whereas AEW had too many low points for me. So yeah. if I'm looking at value for my full two hours, I'd go to NXT. I'm really confused because I'm the same boat as Gordo was there. I'd like the, the highs of AEW are really high, but NXT was solid all around. Like I enjoyed all the matches I think in NXT, whereas there was way too many tag matches on AEW this week. Would you like help from the chat to help you decide, or are you good with your decision? I think I'm gonna go NXT. Okay. It's so, really NXT. close. It's really close this week, though. I honestly think if they didn't have that Brit segment, the Brit match, I should say. To be fair, the promo wasn't as bad as last yeah, couple promo weeks. Yeah, was already. Yeah, the match wasn't great. The, the, and they, that they, women's division is a clusterfuck at the moment. They, they, they kept Sabi and Joy Janela match didn't do that for me either. No, mm. for a match that actually had a bit of build. And uh, as I said to you, Steve, the eight man. Match, tag match that's on AEW this week <laughs> is it but worth watching I, just for me to have the crack with or? Uh, <laughs> Actually. only if you live tweet the whole fucking thing <laughs> I imagine tag rules were not implied or applied at all I thought it was a tornado match for a good three minutes at one stage <laughs> and I'm hoping JR thought the same where like what the hell's going on in this match uh, he got angry two or three times throughout yeah yeah, uh, the they, they know they know this. Like they, on yeah. BT this week, they made fun of it. Like they had the thing where the, the books were inner monologuing, uh, inner monologuing themselves, and they cut they cut to a kind of a wide shot. And what's the name of the ref that always refs their matches? Oh, the Rick, Knox. Rick, Rick, Knox. Uh, Rick Knox. I saw this actually. I saw. I haven't yeah. seen BT yet, but I saw the clip on Twitter. Yeah. So yeah, they cut to, they cut to Rick Knox, and he's inner monologuing. Why can't I say that word as well? And he's just like. Why don't they ever get out of the ring when I count to ten? <laughs> <laughs> they know, like. Um, so NXT wins the hour vote this week, but AEW won the ratings nine two eight to seven seven zero. They're both losing to Lego Masters, as we talked about, <laughs> which is a banger of a tweet. Masters, the new Wednesday night superpower in the wrestling Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. AEW is in ratings it's 15-4 to AEW and in our score it's 12-7 to NXT so it's it's quite close on the score our scorecards um, it's a landslide it's a Liverpool title march on the ratings for AEW at the moment <laughs> Gordo I have a question to ask you and and uh, I don't know what tr- thing I'm going to use to do it I'm looking through <clears throat> oh no I have one so are you are you willing to say the words at this stage say the line Bart are you going to say the line Bart would that line be uh, it's our fucking year oh my god he did it 
You did it. So what do you need? Six more wins. <laughs> yes. I've been waiting months for this moment for it to collapse. Um, also, potentially, I may be going to Liverpool in April. In the middle of April, a point, depending on how rules go, the league could be wrapped up well before that. True, but would you be? I know a lot of people I know are flying to Liverpool. They're never going to get match tickets. They're aware of that. They're not arsed. They're just going or to Liverpool for, for the last, oh, just for the last home game, just to be in Liverpool because uh, you won't get the trophy until the last home game. So that'll be the celebration. Uh, no, they've done it before. They've done it earlier before, haven't they? Yeah, you, you, no, you, you, with, like, you the get the trophy after. and your your last home game is when you get the trophy. Because do you remember? Oh God, six years ago now, oh, no, last time get, we won the, the title. Yeah, you, you get, get the guard, guard of, of honour and all that. After you win it, but then you get Un- yeah. United won the league weeks before the season was over in 2013, and they got the trophy at the last home game. So yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you get the guard. You get the guard of honour the first game after you win, and then you get mm-hmm. the yeah. Robin Van Persie got a guard of honour from Arsenal after leaving them the year before. Oh, De- depending on depending on how results go, Liverpool could end up getting the guard of honour either at Goodison or at the Etihad. Oh my god! Do you know what? what? The way I look at it, I've accepted you're winning the title. A lot of us have, right? That's whatever. It's gone. We'll have. We just can't watch match of the day for the next year because you'll have people Liverpool lifting the trophy. Whatever. Um, If he get the guard of honor at the Etihad, I'd actually go. Well, that's that's pretty hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I just I want to see Pep. I yeah. I would I would sacrifice some dropped points and potentially (laughs) not even get the invincibles catching the invincibles for the sight of seeing Pep having to fucking applaud as that Liverpool team walks out well that is my next question Brack Friday Bandudu will you do the Brack Friday Bandudu I am not going to say anything on that matter okay so sorry I dropped some money and I'm away from my mic so I have to go back and collect it um, Liverpool are going to win the league I've accepted that after 30 years of waiting they're going to potentially do what the Invincibles did definitely reach 100 points like City did if they do the treble including that after not winning the league in, in 30 years I might throw myself in the car up <laughs> I'm saying no Brack Friday Bundero now on a, honest question because I'm, I'm going to leave myself a bias out of this if they are to end up winning the treble this year on top of the Club Cup and last year's Champions League where did they rank in discussion of best teams, at least to come out of England over the last decade or two, at least the Premier League era? I have no comment to make. It's because it's a different type of, would say, you, you know, you see yeah. United obviously done it so consistently for so many years, but if they were to win everything in the course of 12 months, two Champions Leagues, an FA Cup, a World Club Cup, and a Premiership, that's a lot of beef. I think if they do the treble, do the invincibles, do the century points, it's a, it's hard to argue that they're not... It's going to be a very... I'm not saying it yet because they need to win a few leagues in a row for this, but you're going to have arguments that they're the best Premier League seed of all, side of all time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Side as in uh, the yeah. squad. Squad overall, yeah. Um, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see though... Um, People still claim it for Jordan Henderson to be player of the year. I don't know. I don't know where I line up on that. I don't that. hate you it. Could, I don't hate it. I, I think if you if you look at the last ten or so games, he's definitely in there. But the yeah. 
first first 10, 12 games of the season, he was good. But uh, I, I think the only thing that puts him into discussion is Manny getting hurt. Manny missed mm. a couple of games. That's after that's after giving Henderson a chance to catch up. But, uh, but yeah. do you reckon the coronavirus has stopped this? Like, United saying an Odeon Gallo just to fucking bring it into the country yeah. like. well I'm going over to Liverpool next week and I'm going to start licking people on the street I'm going to get myself <laughs> the coronavirus and to start licking lads no bother <laughs> stop this um, um, yeah that's a good good time to be alive it's a terrible time to be alive but I take your point moon pie <laughs> moon pie uh, anything else um, if you check the chat I have to you know leave for a second but if you can not tell people that I'm going to take a piss uh, talk about Ricochet <laughs> becoming the number one contender so uh, Ricochet became number one contender Nick can you believe that apparently so so I hear <laughs> yeah so so a little birdie told me um, yeah they, it was fine the lovely triple threat match on Raw you had Ricochet versus Rollins versus fucking Lashley hey, at least Lashley didn't win it which is what I was saying was assuming was going to happen. So I'm quite happy it didn't. Thank Christ. I love you, Grant, because fucking Saudis and wonder why Ahmed Johnson is getting a title shot. <laughs> uh, this is going to be my thing. Modern wrestlers, who would they be in the 80s slash 90s when the Saudis think we currently are living, both from a human rights point and a wrestling point? Oh. What? Fuck, I'm getting us the second hate mail from the Saudis. I want it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve, you might have to edit this. Edit that. <laughs> edit that. Uh, by the way, that'd be a cool promo. Fucking fantastic. It yet, actually. Oh, That's it's really good. good. Need to watch that later. Um, yeah, poor Ricochet got left with a god-awful promo to do backstage, though. For a man who isn't great on the mic anyway, they really do him no favours with... No, they put him in all situations. I'm small. I'm small, but I'm going to overcome... Lad, we know we've seen you beat lads who are already a foot and a half taller. <laughs> you know, that's. But the thing is, they always say Lesnar has trouble with smaller guys. So that's true. Flipping, flopping all around him. I, I reckon Lesnar will have a good match with him. And uh, Les, Lesnar will sell for him, no problem. Yeah. The question um, is, will he, though? Will it be another Kofi Kingston squash match or will he be a proper match where he, he you know, gives a bit? I'd say if if they're having it on a Saudi show, he'll give a bit, even if it's only a five to seven minute sort of a yeah. a relative squash. He'll still he'll sell for some stuff. He'll he'll eat a recoil ricochet. He'll get you know out of nowhere. They'll they'll probably try a fucking spot where he f fives him, but ricochet holds onto his head as he's getting flipped and catches him with the recoil code breaker mm-hmm. thing, and he, he gets a two count down of it or something like that. They'll they'll so do something imaginative to get Ricochet in your fall out of it at least. Yeah, I think it makes it makes sense. Technically, they built it a little at the rumble as well. Anyway, with Ricochet getting a shot on him. Yeah, storyline. Yeah, they've done enough. They've done enough to to build to something there. And as I said, Brock will Brock will have no problem doing business with someone who wants to do business and wants to make him look good as well. You know, we saw it with Balor. We saw it with AJ. We didn't see it with Ambrose because, as Heyman pointed out afterwards, Brock and Heyman seemed to think there was a bit of an attitude issue there when it came mm-hmm. to Ambrose and how he wanted to approach things that did it see eye to eye. Shout out them Gades, yo. WrestleMania 32, the scene of the crime, Dallas. Shout out Renegades, go Gades. Go Gades. But, uh, 
Yeah, it's the uh, Bro I said Brock will Brock will gladly do business with someone who's gonna make him look good. So Cool. Um I was just going to put it in a message there, but I need to wrap it up because we have a lot of work to do around this new house of unpacking and thing. Uh, so it's a little bit shorter this week, but we'll uh, we'll go longer next week or something to make up for it, or we'll live tweet. Uh, we'll I live tweet SmackDown to review next week, so you know that's true. Yeah, we'll be longer next week, and I'll probably live tweet SmackDown, and I'll probably be cut. So Actually, that'll be good. I need to I need to get the login back to our Twitter account off Fitz. So that I can log oh, in stop. on my phone shut down again. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been using my own Twitter for the last couple of days. It's been horrible because I'm seeing how fucking <laughs> shit Packers Twitter is. <laughs> Good Lord, I remember why I fucking blocked half of the fucking Packers podcast. Oh. Um, but it might be uh, time for plugs, Gordo, if, 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 if you were to, to oblige plugs. me. If, if it was to plug it up, plug it in, so to speak. Mm. Uh, so yeah, if people were to get more of us here at the lovely, fantastic, new and improved alleged wrestling podcast from our new location, uh, you can get us on all good podcast apps. So we are on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, essentially anywhere you get your podcasts that isn't podcast one. Um, you can also get us on the Wrestling Soup Network, WrestlingSoup.com. There's also a host of other shows on the Soup Boys themselves, and send us WrestlingSoup.com. There's so many wrestling, entertainment, other sports podcasts on there. You There's literally so much content on there, you wouldn't be able to get through it all in a day. That's how much stuff that keeps going up there. Uh, whatever you want, you'll find the podcast there for it. It's awesome. Uh, also, you can get us on Twitter. It's at Wrestling. As Steve said, we're going to be live tweeting SmackDown. We're probably going to get blocked for some of the jokes we make about some of the Saudi shows coming up in a couple Definitely. of weeks. Uh, we're going to have so much fun with this. Join the fun. Have a laugh. We're looking forward to getting more hate mail from all our Saudi brothers as well. Uh, bring it on, lads. We love it. And also a shout-out to uh, another one of our brothers, uh, Canvas Theory, www.canvastheory.com. If you go on there and use promo code AWP, you get 10% off your entire order. At the moment, they are still only shipping to the US, but they will be coming very soon to Europe. That's www.canvastheory.com and promo code AWP. Shout-out oh. 69. Shout out to the Hobby 69 and to the brother Mohammed Bill Salmon. Yeah. <laughs> I love what he's called. We just call him Salmon. Like, Shout out, piece of salmon. The salmon um, of knowledge. Big Mo Salmon. Before, before we go, Rian has pointed out we need to do extra valid predictions. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, well, yes. Guardians my, win, clearly. My beloved <laughs> Seattle Dragons. <laughs> um, okay, so, the matches uh, are Dragons versus Defenders. Go Dragons. Defenders. I don't know who has to. Oh, that's T three, is it? T three, T three of the defenders. Go dragons! Yeah. Where are my uh, dragons? I, I don't know anything about American football, or and none of us know if these teams are no any one good. Was anything about the XFL? So it's all just <laughs> speculation. I'm feeling good because the funny thing is they abbreviate the location on what I'm looking at here. X, the official XFL schedule, and they're called the Sea Dragons. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Then we have uh, later in the game, or later in the day then, 5pm Eastern, the LA Wildcats against the Houston Roughnecks. I like oh, the sound of those Roughnecks. Wildcats going to turn it up. Wildcats. Yeah, we're number one. Wildcats. Take away the game. Well, apparently they have a song, so I'm going to pick them, Nick. I don't know about uh, you. That's just generic. That's, I'm pretty sure that's, that's just high generic school high school musical. musical. That's what that is. <laughs> and uh, should Roughnecks have a song too? We sang it, eh? Gordo? <laughs> No rough. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Here to get here to get down to make and grab and buy your biscuits. <laughs> People seem to be more pumped about the Wildcats, though, to be fair. 
Oh yeah, we're all about them Wildcats, yo. Um, Glazer Country, Tampa Bay Vipers against the New York Guardians, and I fuck the Glazers. The Glazers out, and I'm saying Guardians. Yeah, I, I go, I go Guardians. Fitz will be going Vipers for his uh, his esteemed Tampa Bay Vipers. And then we have the supreme leaders of the league, um, already ten points clear, or however American football works. Um, the Dallas Renegades hashtag Go Gates use the hashtag Go Gates. <laughs> Uh, against the Seattle, some I think Seattle. No, STL. What's that? Saint is that Louis. Seattle? I assume it is. St. Louis, St. Louis Battlehawks, which I think Rian has, and he says go Hawks, and I say go Gades. It's a lock. It's a tie. I think we should both get points. Uh, we both have really good hashtags. There's no draws. <gasps> oh, no ties. No draws. Overtime. Where's my football? You know, that's <laughs> I should have got some old XFL quotes. Damn, well, I'll have it for next week after week one. I'm really torn because I actually like the quarterbacks of both of these teams. They're the two teams where I know a decent bit about them. Okay, um, what's what's my quarterback called? Does he have a cool name? Uh, your quarterback is, I'm assuming that he's going to be the starter. It's going to be Landry Jones. Oh, I like the sound of him. He yeah. sounds good. I think he's accurate with his passing. He's, that's he's, what I want out of my Dallas Rednecks he's or whatever the fuck they're called. Renegades. Just <laughs> play for the Steelers. He's pretty solid. Um, also, I have two pretty good running backs as well. Uh, Cameron Artis Payne used to play for the Panthers. Was decent enough. And Lance Dunbar, who fuck was the Jaguars he used to play for? I remember I've seen him quite a bit. Two fairly decent ones, though. Um, he sounds like a Lance Dunbar without his first name. If his name was just Mister Dunbar, he sounds like a Mayo County selector or something. I like the sound a teacher of him. In my school called Mister Dunbar. There you it's go. Could be him. School. <laughs> for what? <laughs> oh, Cameron, we got we got a payment. He won and then stayed more teaching at the school. Oh, nice. does he do? Wasn't awkward uh, at all. I can't remember no. what it was for now. Oh. Which, uh, then on the opposite side, you have uh, Jordan Tamu. Harassment or something. A bit of harassment. Just, just a little bit of harassment, Dan. <laughs> uh, yeah, then you have Jordan Tamu, quarterback for the you know, Shite Hawks. Um, <laughs> what, the Shite Hawks? I like that. That's brilliant. Yeah, and then uh, Christine Michael, who used to play for the Seahawks, and then the Packers, uh, running back. And then you have, yeah, just overall, I think, uh, realistically, if you're looking top to bottom, the most balanced roster in the whole league is probably the Battle Hawks. But uh, I'm still, I'm, I'm going to go Gates. Go Gates. So I'm just looking at tickets for uh, hashtag go Gates versus the Shite Hawks. And $57 will get you in the door. I mean, that's pretty cheap, I assume, by NFL standards. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Mm. That's that's pretty pretty decent. And I, I know some some of the lower team, well not lower teams, some of the other teams I should say, um, were looking <laughs> we at trying to. Who's the lower teams? Yeah, yeah, we don't know who the lower <laughs> teams are. But no, no, I saw some teams were doing like specials on trying to get people into some of the upper sections. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were selling tickets for like twenty twenty five quid a week or so ago. But I'm assuming as them starts to sell, then the prices starts to go back up because only the $82 on the fifty yard line. Oh that's, boy, that's good. Oh boy, oh God. very good. Um, yeah, I this thing is It's not going to make week two. <laughs> In the words of the great Colt Cabana, do you have it lined up, Steve? He's, um, he's panicking. He's panicking. I'm panicking. Uh, I'm panicking. Like what words? These ones? I am excited. I really so am. You got it. 
Um, we need to do our... Smooth Jimmy's Lock of the Week. Corbin, uh, you know where Smackdown is tonight? It's, it's in the Bay Area. It's, it's in San Jose. Yep, Bay Area. Um, Corbin what, 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 He is a, a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Would the 49ers be considered like the California team as in the Bay Area type team? Yes. Because he's going he's gonna to come out in the Kansas Chiefs gear. And he's gonna he's gonna heal it up something fierce, and I'm gonna go with that. It'll be my lock of the week. Ooh, that's a big lock, all right. Anyone else? I can't really fa- argue anything further than that. Really, no, that, 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 <laughs> yeah. that's happening. That's happening. That's a, that's the smooth Jimmy's lock of the week. Either that, or he's just gonna. There's gonna be a couple of 49ers in attendance, and he'll go make fun of them. Yeah. 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 The 49ers who, after losing, went and had a big fucking rager uh, with Lil Wayne afterwards. Mm. Nice. Might as well. You might as well. But I got to go. Um, so Your say good night. Oh, my planet does need me. <laughs> my uh, storage cabinet that's full of shite that we couldn't be dealing with yeah. has been needs to be unpacked. And I have to go build uh, chest of drawers. Suzuki Moxley is happening this weekend. Check that oh, out. Yes, of course. Um, the interview who was, with who was uh, worked out. Yeah, who was worked out the entire WWE going wrong with their booking strategy yeah. and training it was the best way of, everything oh it was perfect if you we retweeted it earlier or i put a tweet up about it and uh, with the link read the interview minoru suzuki did with uh the new japan website uh he nailed wwe he, i've never heard it described better to for why it's so boring and why it doesn't work uh what was it what the hexagon he described it as video game sort of it just i won't say anything just just read it it's fantastic uh i, I have to go say good night to Good night, ho. Night, ho.